What's going on, guys? Yeah, you see it. I uh, appreciate you guys letting us come out and do this. Uh, it's pretty, pretty damn cool. So I got a, I got a list of questions, basically interview questions that I wanted to ask you guys that I thought some people who listen to this podcast might, might be interested in hearing about. So how long have you guys been doing this? Uh, twenty-one years. This is our twenty-one year here. Yeah. And how'd I've you been get in? All my life. How'd you get into it? My dad was a butcher. Oh, okay, so it's a patriarchal thing. Oh, yeah. Right on. Right on. That's awesome. So, all right, I'm going to fire these things off, and you can answer them quickly as you, as you want, or you can take your time, and we can shoot the shit about it. So. Okay. The first one I have on here is about weather. Now, I know over the past couple days, we've had a, it's been really, really windy, and you guys said that you've noticed a real decline in the amount of deer that have been coming in, as opposed to years in the past where opening day of rifle, you'd think you'd have shitloads of deer. So my question is, how does high winds affect deer movement, or rather, how does it affect the amount of deer that you guys get in here? If it's real windy, do you see a, a decline in the amount of deer brought in? Oh yeah, absolutely. This was our worst year. Uh, Saturday was super windy, so we hardly seen anything yesterday. 15, 20 deer maybe at the max. Yes. What's a typical opening day arrival? Probably 80, 90. Easy. Wow, and you think that was because of the wind? Oh yeah. And they're all coming in today. Since it was nice and calm today, everybody's going to hunt today. And, and it's, it's been cold, people holding on to their deer, so. you got people rolling in here now. Oh, yeah, it's been so, all day. what about rain? How does that affect there? Does that, do you get less when it rains? It, it don't seem to affect them as bad as that wind. You know, people still go out in the rain, but that wind just, it makes the deer lay down too, I think. You know, I don't think they move as, move as heavy. What about snow? Then everybody's out. Yeah. Everybody likes to hunt that snow. So you think maybe it's more the, that rain might stop people from going, so you'll see yeah. a decline because of that? Yeah. Right. And I think that wind just makes them deer lay down. Yeah. Any is, is there a noticeable difference in meat quality depending on the shot quality? Like, so say a gut shot, do you think that affects the meat? Oh, yeah. Each shot's going to have something different in that deer. Like, you might not think you hit the shoulders. But it might blood in them, you know, so you have blood streaks in there. We cut all that out and you're going to lose some meat. Yeah. So. And then not cleaning them out, you know, washing them out and taking care of them the way you should. You're going to lose some that way too. That was another question that I had. What would, what would you like to see people do when they're field dressing? Like, do people, do you like to have them cut the ass out? Do you like them to wash it out? Do you like them to leave the hide on? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, get all that out and just wash it out really good and it'll make your deer a lot better. Yeah. Make a big difference on taste. Yeah, and try to get it to us. If you want to bring it to us, don't hang on to it for three days because then I can't keep track of how long. You know, once it gets to us, we can know, know pretty much how long it's been dead. And so the quicker to get it to you, the better. Yeah, yeah. Okay. What time of year do you think produces the most amount of bucks? Early muzzleloading season. So what time of year is that, that for October people who don't know? Yeah, we seen more bucks uh, then that bow season had just as many uh, bucks as it did the muzzleloading season for, for a week. So the first week of November. Yeah, it was it was just awesome. It was just all big deer too. Nobody had nothing little. What's the biggest buck you guys have ever had brought in? We cut a uh, 244 pounds. My buddy shot it down in Cecilton, Dale Thomas. Wow, that is been a while ago, but me and her cut it up. It was huge. And I think the doe was 204. 204 pounds for Wow, so not that big of a difference between the nah, biggest doe and biggest nah. buck. It was a big doe. He was looking for a rack for one of it, but 
you know, when it was hanging there, but it was, it was a doe. I think it missed the state record at the time by like seven pounds. Wow. What about as far as antler size? What's the biggest buck you've seen? And we've seen drop tines. We had double drop tines yeah, on that, that one. Cool. It's just we've seen a lot of different. I think the biggest one I've seen was 27 and three quarter inch spread. Wow. A ten point. Man, that's a massive that's buck. Yeah. We see so many racks and stuff. We used to hunt a lot and shoot something nice and bring it up here and then just cut the horns off. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna get it mounted and we're coming up the road. But there's we we see a lot of big deer. Yeah, oh, I bet. Where, where are they usually from? Are they from lower Maryland, like lower down on the shore typically, or around here? County brings a lot yeah, of good Harvard ones County's in. Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, I wouldn't have expected that. I would, I would have figured Kent would be more. Yeah. But I guess it's, it all depends on where they're coming to bring it to. And, and, you know, they've been shooting these bucks out of like 10 little acre lots, you know. Been there for a long time. Yeah. They're so, suburbs deer. Oh, yeah. But yeah. We've seen a lot of them big ones. Uh, what about broadheads? You guys see a lot of old broadheads in, in yeah. deer carcasses? Yeah, we'll see a lot more now. People want to shoot them with the road, we'll see a lot more wounds in them. It's got the broadhead and air so in them. Now, do you see more mechanical than you do fixed? Yeah, or more, a lot more mechanical anymore. Really? Yeah. Huh, that, that'll make you want to steer towards the fixed plane. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> I see some that didn't even open, you know. But. Yeah. That's, that's like my greatest fear, I think, when I'm shooting the mechanicals, that it doesn't open. And I've, I've lost two bucks that I shot with mechanicals. Uh -huh. Yeah, so I've, I've kind of steered away from them anymore that I use them. Yeah, and it, there's like a four-inch cut all the way through the deer, you know. Yeah. Uh, if they do, if it does, well, so you mean it as far as damaging meat? meat? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it makes a difference in that regard as well. Yeah, never really thought about that. Well, I appreciate it. That was all the questions I had for you guys. Did you guys want to got anything that you want to add in, put in there? Nah. No. Yeah. I just want to thank everybody for 21 years of. Yeah. We had we have a really good group of people, good yeah. customer base, and we appreciate each and every one of you. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you guys. You guys always take care of us. You always do awesome cuts when, when anything we get from here, we we love it. So yeah, appreciate we appreciate it. you guys. Thank you. I appreciate. Well, it. Thanks for letting us come out and do yeah. this again. Yep. Take it Thank easy. You. Hell yeah. You on there? Yeah, uh, okay, well, we're, the mics are all. You want to spin that camera? Because can, I can edit that stuff out as far as the camera spinning and shit. Well, I think that was uh, pretty informative stuff. Any, any of that stuff surprise you guys? Uh, not really. I mean... It's all kind of what it supports what you already think a little bit, you know. And muzzleloader bringing in that many deer, a 244-pound deer is—I mean, that is a monster deer. That didn't surprise me as much as the 204-pound doe. That is a mammoth <laughs> doe, dude. Can you imagine you shoot that doe and you go to drag that thing out and you're like, "What the fuck?" I mean, first of all, you go to pick it up from the get-go and it's 240 pounds with guts in it yeah, <laughs> yeah john's coughing just thinking <laughs> oh about my god it. <laughs> he's out of breath that is a mammoth of a doe yeah that is that's insane well, that's, I, you know that was something that i've always wanted to ask butcher and I, I think i've asked a butcher before and i got kind of a different answer about how they like them processed yeah, or yeah. Uh, field dressed but yeah. that's that's something like hey you, you heard it here you know that's how they want you to, to field dress your deer so make sure you're you're cleaning them out rinsing them out and make sure that you get the asshole out
out of them and they prefer you to leave the hide on them and try to get them here as fast as possible yeah i know when i got a deer and i've been meaning to ask you guys this when you got a deer do you slice from the asshole all the way up to the sternum because i know when i do it, it i do what's called a bikini cut i just do this the stomach that's what I, that's what i did i don't i don't expose the hams okay. because when if they do hang it with a hide on it those hams exposed that shit will dry out and they got to cut that out huh okay well yeah i i, I expose it i yeah. cut right all the way through so yeah, i don't do that Ah, oh, that's interesting i'll have to switch that up yeah so you don't cut all the way through no i just i go from the top i guess what would be the top of the pelvis up to the sternum okay and i uh I, you know do you ream out the asshole no it, it used to be how i felt but now i do it every time okay yeah well yeah. i got the pooler does, Does that, that work? It works. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of nice because sometimes it can be tricky cutting around the butthole. It works. And getting that thing out yeah. of there. Especially yeah. if you don't have a, a sharp knife. Yeah. It can get tricky. Yeah, it can be tricky. <laughs> but that's that's good. Now we know exactly how they like a deer to be field dressed. Yeah. I think that's that's important, you know. It makes their job easier. Yeah, and if, if also, you can, yeah. the shot, man, I mean, he, you, you heard it from the horse's mouth. It will affect the quality of your meat if yeah. you make a bad shot. Like he's what he's shooting the shoulder, it'll blood it up. Yeah, yeah. So and mechanical broadheads. What we've been again, saying. Another tick on the con for them. So, man, it's it really makes you want to stay away from them. Yeah, I know if I if I spine shot a deer and that broadhead is stuck in the spine, I make sure to write on the ticket, broadhead still in deer. Please be careful. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's, I like that's that. Nice. That's good. I bet they appreciate that. Yeah. Well, and mean, they're probably making fun of you the whole time they're cutting your deer up. <laughs> well, this fucking poor sure shot. You want to lop your finger open? Or? Yeah, better better to make fun of me than to uh, just fillet your finger. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Hell yeah. Well, gentlemen, I don't know about y'all, but I think we're going to have to wrap this one up. I'm going to get out in the deer woods. I'm going to kill me something. <laughs> we appreciate you guys tuning in. Thanks for coming out if you came out to see us. We appreciate it. We will see you next week. Bye. Bye.